From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome into another episode. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. It's good to finally be back. Yeah, bro. Nice to nice to have you. I'm uh, I've sprayed beer all over my computer screen. Oh, that's a um interesting sour beer. We got. Uh, from Mayday Brewery, Grandma's Boysenberry Pie. Very unique taste. Uh, super even, sour. Haven't even had him. It's, um... Oh, oh God. So three of them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, hopefully it's a growing taste. Yeah, maybe you just get drunk really quick yeah. and then you forget what it's Well, they're six and a half percent, like. so that's the hope. Uh... Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> oh man! But well, yeah. I love I love a bunch of Mayday yeah. beers though. So I yeah. mean, it's you know, if we get it, we got a couple of different other ones on here. I would have zero problem pumping them up. I'm just not a sour beer yeah. guy. Yeah. I'm not a sour beer guy. Yeah, I didn't see that when I got them. But yeah, so uh, you know, spent a couple of weeks. Had some personal stuff going on. I had to take care of them. Last week was just a winter with some winter craziness here in Middle Tennessee and all across, I guess, the South and. The Midwest, uh, you know, was barely for a lot of it. I mean, your road, uh, we were able to get here over the weekend. Your yeah. road was wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it was not not great. Not great, Bob. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is nice to. And today it's like a dream outside. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, we have great. the windows open at our house today. Uh, we've got we've got some news. We got games of the week. Taking a look at the upcoming Snyder cut of the Justice League. And we are doing a new kind of multi-part thing where we're looking at some teams, uh, you know, a little bit at a time and looking at the future and what they we think they need to do uh, for the position they are currently in um, at the right now. It's the end of February. Uh, So it's about getting close to what the about a quarter way through this covid season. I think most teams are about the 17 game mark if they haven't missed that. Well, the northern divisions at about 17 games. The Central and some of the other, the American games, some of them are at like, what, six games? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Canada is going to be done with the season and they're going to be trying <laughs> yeah. to wrap up the Central Division. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. So how you been this week, buddy? Not bad. We had a, a fun D&D session this past uh, past Saturday. Have another one coming up this this coming Saturday. But uh, it's been a, you know, it's been a pretty good week just been hanging out you know uh, obviously as you said we had the uh winter storm uh made you know made a made a walk to the the store uh but you know i stay pretty cooped up here anyway it's something about not physically being yeah. able to go anywhere you know i don't go anywhere but not being able to do it is just ugh, it just kind of makes you feel weird and you know my office all my office is closed for the week, but I work from home. So <laughs> it was not helpful to me. Stephanie was off all week. She got to enjoy herself and, uh, I did not, I just had to work. So <laughs> that's when you just say, Hey, I lost my internet. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, uh, uh, I thought about it, but I had a lot of work to do. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. I think I remember I was, you know, while I was out, I was still editing the episodes and you, you mentioned uh, what you just said on the fantasy show this past week. And that brings it up. I was editing and I was, we were talking about, I guess you were talking about my picks and my, yeah, and I, was, picks. I missed it. I yeah. said, he's, dude's well, not even well, here. I'm editing. I about was like, oh man, I, re- I, I really messed up. I guess yeah. maybe I can delete that. And, and then, then I checked. And then I'm like, what's this? And I'm like, ah, yeah, got him. And then I checked <laughs> and then I checked and I was like, dude's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> and then I was like, well, but I am here to defend myself. I was just completely wrong. Yeah. I was like off on my, I think the, uh, the, I was on, on I daily get, face off. I get my I games. On the wrong, yeah, I get my games from daily spot. face off as well. So I was like, oh man, my stuff might, might be all off, which is gonna suck. I'm gonna have to find a new site. Yeah, and I was it was like making it was weird for me. And so then I went to the NHL app to double check it. And I was like back in January, which oh. was really gonna throw me off. I'm like, why is daily face off not starting games on Monday? And why am I having to go back and forth? It was a big problem. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that was on, that was, that was all on me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about it until you just said something, <laughs> but to be fair, I was gonna, I was bashing you, but then realized I was wrong and then bashed myself. Yeah. So it was a fairness factor. If you would have been wrong, best believe I'd have kept it in there oh. type of deal. So I was fully prepared to just be like, ah, oh, well, this is, I'm gonna have to listen to me just getting bashed with, like, with me not being able to defend myself. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, I was, I was here to defend you. Yeah, so don't worry. You. I was bashing you, but then I was here to defend yeah. you as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, been pretty good this week. Uh, you know, kind of covered it earlier, just been recovering from some stuff going on, uh, just at home watching, you know, I'm, I'm finally kind of starting to get back to work, but I watched a lot of TV. You're, you're being very cryptic. It was just some surgery, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're being very, like I had some stuff going on, like, dude, you're not getting divorced. <laughs> you just had some medical, medical, uh, procedure, man. Like, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, we'll get into what I was streaming cause I streamed a lot of stuff. Uh, bet I was betting a lot too. Yeah. yeah. You were, you were, you were betting like crazy. I've been slow. I've been betting not as much as as of late, but I mean, not for yeah. any other reason. Just been. Yeah, know. I was telling my wife and my mom, I was like, listen, all I'm saying is I made like a fifteen hundred dollars in a three day period. I mean, and the and I don't know how gambling works. I mean, there's once you're up, you don't lose. I mean, that doesn't exist. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're hot strings. I mean, it's, I no, it's a well known thing. Hot streaks don't come to an end. I got really <laughs> I got really drunk on the on the super bowl and i just ooh, had ooh, a, i lost a lot of the super bowl i did too yeah. i had a lot and so i think that was probably just like in my head yeah. where without me really remembering it yeah multiple times i, I made was the doing same it like i was just like oh you know maybe you shouldn't yeah. maybe subconsciously i was like maybe you shouldn't i uh you know we had super bowl squares and so stephanie has had i think she deleted them but there's like five or 10 videos of me shit talking who could have possibly won the next square. Like I pre-recorded <laughs> me shit talking to, you know, like I did one for Stephanie's brother and then I did one for my sister and just like, and as it was progressing, it was getting more and more. I think I said that uh, I was going to piss on Nick Sabrowski's leg. <laughs> and then, and then, and then Davey ended up winning two of our Super Bowl squares. And, uh, you know, so I think it was just subconsciously my body was like, chill, bro. Yeah. Chill. I, that's <laughs> that night really showed me how much I like sites that like, 
take the money once you bet because I lost a lot of money, but I had more money in my account than I right. never started the game. You're like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Like, yeah. I was like, like, hey, I won like 30 bucks. Yeah, but I bet like, like 300 right, right. You're like, yeah, okay, nice, nice win. Yeah. You know, and it will- my only bet that I won was the live bet of Tampa Bay winning by like more than 15 points and Gronk got two touchdowns. The Super Bowl, <laughs> the Super Bowl being two weeks out was also a big problem because I just kept seeing, oh, this is a nice little boost. Yeah. Let me put this in. Okay, I like this over yeah. here and so I, by the end of it i ended up having first points being a kansas city field goal first points being a tampa <laughs> touchdown first points being a kansas city touchdown so i think i made like 10 cents <laughs> overall from just like oh well i mean you know you gotta hedge the bets here <laughs> uh, but we'll talk more about the uh the super bowl in the news but let's get into some uh news from around hockey Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. I would like to meet the person who drinks this beer as like their daily drinker. Yeah, I'm, I'm about halfway through mine, though. And it's not as, you know, it's, I think we're right. Yeah. I think the six and a half is, it's growing on me yeah. a bit. You know, not a whole lot. It's not super sour, which is, which is good. So... We got we missed a lot of hockey news that was really more time relevant. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you wanted to talk about the Chucky trade, the Alex Galchenyuk to the, uh, well, <laughs> to the Hurricanes and then to yeah. the to the Maple Leafs really quickly. Yeah, this is um this is his I think his seventh NHL shot uh, stop. So I mean he's getting I mean he's close to getting to thirty two from Montreal to Arizona to Pittsburgh to the Wild to the Carolina Pan. To be fair, he didn't really stop in Carolina. He never <laughs> got there really. Um, and then uh, from Carolina to Toronto, old Ryan Zingle back in uh, back in Ottawa. Basically, that was the it was uh, Cedric. Cedric Paquette and Alex Galchenyuk to the Hurricanes for Ryan Zingle. And then uh, David Warkowski and Yegor Korshkov, Korshkov to, uh, for Alex Galchenyuk to the Leafs. I think that's a great addition for the Leafs, though. I mean, for a, a, what will probably be a bottom six guy. Uh, I mean, I think that's going to add a little bit of, of depth. He's never really panned out to what you know, what most hoped he would. But, uh, I mean, I think that that could be a great addition to the Leafs and uh, what they have going on right now. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, he's a roster spot. I mean, he'll add some death. Sound like you said death, <laughs> yeah. which, which is possible. It's yeah. not necessarily wrong if you did say it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the Leafs are looking good since the trade. Yeah, well, he hasn't played yet. Well, so, yeah, well, it's when he brings the locker room. <laughs> He's probably not allowed in the locker room yet. They have a pretty strict quarantine. Well, technically, situation. he act- he never even actually crossed into U.S. yet before he was traded. So, right, but they have a fourteen-day yeah. quarantine period. Yeah, this trade happened on the fifteenth. Uh, he would not be available until March first. I'm guessing is the, I, when I think I, I think I when that happened. I think they're giving him because he had already started his quarantine to go to Carolina that they had counted that into his quarantine. So I think he was pretty good into that. So I think he's getting close to his um. To, to I mean, it was two so two extra days. So maybe so technically fourteen days from the thirteenth would be the twenty seventh. So yeah. if they're counting that time, then uh, this coming up Saturday, uh. 
a few days from recording, but two days from the episode release. So I think it's a, it was a good move for the, for the, for the Leafs, yeah. um, especially Joe Thornton going, going down after you touted him, uh, on the fantasy show. I, I don't, I don't hate the move at all. And like, like you said on the fantasy show last week, the Maple Leafs are looking good. And your boy Muzzin, he is not going to step it up any because he is now yeah. out. His face is messed up. Yeah. So, I mean, he stepped it up into uh, he stepped it IR. up into the IR slot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, but I did say take advantage of Joe Thornton before he breaks a hip. You did. You, I mean, you know, no hip, but uh, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but our our Tammy Panarin uh, is going to take a step back after, and I want to. Uh, the news that came out about him is from what I've read in multiple witnesses vehemently not true. It, yeah. It's I mean, completely unfounded. It's a, uh, you know, we're not, I feel like we've made it pretty clear for the, the year we've been recording this podcast that we'll definitely come at you. You know, I don't care how good of a hockey player you are, you know, I mean, there's no excuse to beat anybody, you know, but it's, I mean, uh, beating a woman is especially a bad thing. You know, I mean, that's just something that just doesn't sit well, roll, doesn't roll off the roll off the thought process that well. I mean, it's if I find it extremely funny that he says a positive thing against a, a nemesis of Vladimir Putin, a negative thing against. Do I? You mean he said he, had a neg- he said a positive thing against Vladimir P- Putin's ne- nemesis? Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. meant like I thought it was like a comma, like he's no. like, okay. He said something positive about Putin, and Putin was having none. <laughs> yeah, of I was it. like, what? He was a, he's a really good guy. He said to kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I am a know. great guy. And then all of a sudden, some KHL goon coach that, yeah. from everything I've read about this guy, that's not a that's a very nice way of ta- uh, of discussing this guy. All of a sudden, it's this hit piece that put out on Russian state media yeah. that you know, like that you can't do anything on without uh, without some some prior approval. It, it's ridiculous. I mean, the thing is, he still has some some family in Latvia yeah. and stuff. And now we don't know if they just don't agree with his political views and, and what's going on. I it's think sad, it's. Though, I mean, man. we've it seen it in the past, and you know, on Twitter, Twitter, and you know, social media, everyone's like, "Oh, well, we can't. What are we supposed to do? Bring them, bring them, his family here?" It's like, yeah, we we've done it before. Well, and, but the thing is, they could not. They, I mean, it's a lot of times in this situation. I mean, he's got the money; he could get them here. They probably don't want to. That's their yeah. home, you know. Yeah. Like also, there's more for people out there. There are more places in the U.S. They they could go. There are other countries that exist that they would be sure. safe in. Like everyone's like, well, we don't we don't uh, have you know. But it, you know, I, I'm sure it's that Slavic thought process. Yeah. Like this is my home. Yeah. Dog. You know, like Putin will have to come yeah. kill me himself before I get out of here. And they, and they from can what I read, he, they, they are they are. I mean, they can't come out if you should say they are coming here, but the, everything that's come out says so it looks like with like, uh, the Malkin when Malkin wanted to play for Pittsburgh, they had to sneak Malkin and his family into the U.S. for him to play for Pittsburgh. That's hype. Yeah. <laughs> that's and they hype. did it. I think the Red Wings did it in like the 80s or whatever with all the with all those players. And so it's doable. You just I mean, and we're never going to be allowed in Russia <sighs> or China. I mean, when I, I was planning to get a sponsorship from from, you know, Russia, but Dude, I guess I'll, not anymore. Hey. I mean, if we get some get some Russian vodka on here and they sponsor us up, 
call me Russian state media, yeah. buddy. You know what? Uh, we've been very clear that we'll sell out any type of what little morals we have for a sponsorship. So, I mean, you know, then we could come on here and we'll say everything we said about, about old bread, Artemi Panarin, completely false. It was fabricated. We were forced to say it by the powers that be here in the u.s it takes skill for in one session to make it onto a kgb hit list and a cia hit list i I mean (laughs) you know it's (laughs) hey hey we have a skill set i mean china has been after us for for years i feel like we you know i'm pretty sure within the first few episodes i was hitting hitting heavy luckily i don't have the uh the sway yet now when i get it you're gonna have to sneak me into well, France hates us too. I make fun of them. Um, I can go to France. <laughs> you're good on France. France is good. I'm gonna go hang out with my boy Keith in Australia. <laughs> I, I, hello, mate. That's not. That's not even Australian. That's as <laughs> <was> British. <laughs> uh, but to extend on the, you know, since we're in the uh, tumultuous, tumultuous land of the Rangers, we didn't get to talk about old. Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> they got all sorts of things going on up there in New York, man. Yeah. Tell you what, uh, all over the, uh, I guess the interwebs is, you know, bullshit rumors of, oh, Tony D'Angelo is going to get traded for Philip Forsberg. First off, what? That would be worse than the ERAT Forsberg trade. <laughs> well, and besides the fact that we're stocked up on de- defensemen right now, you think we're going to take some defensemen that, is bad for the team. Not even the good, not even the best defenseman <laughs> yeah. on the team. Like even if you said Adam Fox for Forsberg, that no, like, uh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. So uh, maybe D'Angelo, let me just throw this out there. Maybe he's going to play for the KHL team. <laughs> hey man, it, 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 he would fit right in. <laughs> Alex Ovechkin closing in on a record for most shots all time by Ford. It's time for the OV watch button. Hit it up. He's uh he's 43 shots behind Yager, who is in second place right now, uh, who is obviously second most of all time. Uh, so he's going to hit that pretty, pretty quick. He's still got a good little bit uh, until he reaches Bork, though, uh, I believe. But I mean, averaging four to five shots a game could be three, four weeks before we're putting this back on the list. So I thought that was a cool little stat that didn't really doesn't really mean anything it's not like something it's not like the coveted the coveted goals record where he's like uh yeah i shot the most in the nhl ever but it was a pretty cool neat little stat but when you pair it with i mean that kind of stuff i mean he's also great yeah Yeah, he's also great i mean obviously bork and and yager are two great names you don't get on that list for, for no reason uh but it's not it's not i'm sure that when ovechkin came into the league he wasn't like, one day I'll have the most all, all-time shots by a forward. Oh, but also, you know, because he was really asking about, you know, does anybody else have any under-the-radar stats that um, that they could throw out there? Uh, disappointed Donkey, uh, Preds fan, said Roman Yossi could become the all-time leading point scorer by a Swiss-born player. So, I mean, you know. He's neutral on the fact, but uh, no, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure that there's a bunch more in here. And same for Dreisaitl and German players. He's only 35 points from from that. And so he'll probably get that in the next three to four games. 
I'm thinking. Um, yeah, but some so some cool stats, some cool records that could be broken. Uh, but uh, I think that that'll close us out. Let's let's head into some non-sports, man. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Before we move on, I do have one more weird stat. Okay. Uh, I'll take it. Ty Domi uh, has had 333 career NHL fights, more than anybody else who has played the game. Uh, so if you do the math, he had 3,515 career penalty minutes. Uh, with, with just fights. Uh, I, uh, I think that's career for his career. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he got other penalties other than just fighting. Yeah. Uh, but one half of his entire playing career were penalty minutes were actually, no, the stat I'm looking at, uh, uh, were, were, those are just his, uh, fights, fight minutes. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's so pretty impressive. Half, literally half of his playing career were he sat on the bench for fighting. He sat in the penalty box for fighting. He's <laughs> when they, a- when they, when they did, looked at the time played. I wonder if he ever happy Gilmore it and tried to stab a guy with the skate. <laughs> yeah. And they're saying that actually, and that also doesn't include the time he got in a fight with a fan during a game because they, cause that was an ejection. That's a, <laughs> hey, that's, uh, I mean, that's impressive. You know, yeah. that. That takes me back to the mouse in yeah. the house. <laughs> There's so many more weird stats, but I'm going to save those for another week. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll, we'll do a weird stat segment, yeah, you know, but, um, outside of, we can do it outside of hockey season when we have less hockey. Yeah. Let's do a weird stat yeah. segment. But All right. Uh, you know, we're a couple weeks late on this, but uh, Tom Brady's got seven rings. I am, I am, I'm not. We talked about it. I'm not at all surprised that Tampa won. We expected that um, Kansas City would yeah, win. But, smart money was on Kansas, but like we but said, we, we wouldn't were, be surprised. But I'm surprised it was no, how it was. No touchdowns whatsoever yeah. was extremely, extremely surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, listen, every smart football player has always said, Offense gets you to the big game. Defense wins you the big game. And that's yeah. what's proven. I mean, they shut down such a prolific offense. I mean, and it's not just, and they didn't shut it down. How many times did Patrick Mahomes make a ridiculous throw and it just hit the receiver in the face mask? Yeah, I got really hammered. So I don't know. I can't tell you that. <laughs> um, you know, it, it was not looking good for me. I was playing poker dice with the folks um, and it was just us four. And so I was all about that gambling poker dice, by the way, super fun. We need to get, uh, get it going. Uh, Sounds like an addiction. I love it. It is amazing. <laughs> okay. It was great. You know, and we just played with quarters and you know, I mean, it's basically one of the, it's, it's essentially you're playing poker with dice. You nice. get three rolls. You're trying to set up something. It's not really that difficult. Super fun, though. Um, you should play it with some D20s and stuff like that. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, that would be a little hard since, you know, poker's about making the five best. And so, you know, it's, <laughs> we could talk about it for yeah. sure. But, I have no uh, idea. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, it was just extremely surprising. I mean, you know my feelings on uh, on Tommy Brady. Not a fan. Never will be a fan. No, no question that greatest of all time. I mean, it's not, I mean, as far in terms of there's arguments to be made, I believe, I still believe that Peyton Manning, greatest regular season quarterback, 
But overall, I don't think there's any question that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. And we got to see him go through Yeah, I mean when through that process. You know, uh I used to not like Peyton Manning. Uh, mainly because I And then you watched that Saturday Night Live with him and he obviously is hilarious. No, I mean, yes, that but that <laughs> but it's mainly because I despised his brother so much, even before he beat uh, Tom Brady twice. What he did on that, well, yeah, at the draft. Oh, dude, I, I hate that too, yeah. man. And everyone always says, well, you know, Joe Thosman did it. Like, yeah, I didn't like when Joe Thosman did it either. But they always with my team. Now, to be fair, there is a difference between Joe Thosman doing it and then having your dad do it. Yeah. yeah. That was my biggest thing yeah. is that, you know, and not to mention Joe Thosman told him them, told him before they drafted him, hey, don't draft me. I don't want to play here. And it reminds me of. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. I mean, you know, that I agree. I always had a, I mean, and Eli's Peyton light as far as personality wise goes. He's a funny guy. He's much less likable, I think. He is. I mean, just because he's more stoic yeah. uh, than, than he is. But I, I agree. I didn't like that at all when he did that, did that either. Uh, Peyton Manning is a really good guy. Yeah. He's a really good analyst. Too. Yeah, I, I've I've grown to like him. And I especially like the fact that, you know, the fact that he can now as retired, like he he was doing an interview with Pat McAfee and it was right before the Super Bowl. And he pretty much he came out and oh, said with it, Charles Woodson. Uh, no, he was. OK, it was just it him was separate. It was no. him talking to uh, Pat McAfee. And it was funny because so he's doing a, like a FaceTime interview while he's going to the game. And he's like taking pictures while he's like doing this interview. And he's pretty much saying that. You know, Tom Brady calls him because there are very few people in this world that Tom Brady can talk to and they know what Tom they Brady goes it. through, yeah. you know, and he pretty much straight up said Tom, there there will never be anybody who can or ever has been do does what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady is. <laughs> so when you've got someone like Peyton, uh, Peyton, uh, Peyton Manning coming out and saying that Tom Brady is the GOAT, yeah. like people need, I mean, because there are so many people out there like, who argue about Peyton being the best. And it's like yeah. when that when the guy you say and, is the best is coming out and, and admitting that Tom Brady is does something so drastic because there is a difference between regular season and being playing you know just like through that the playoff yeah it's like being an october uh if you're a good pitcher in october that's a that's a big difference than 180 being a pitcher for the 182 games yeah agreed and and there and there can't really be any argument of oh well it can't be the michael jordan argument well it's an era thing bro they played together they play how many times did we watch them yeah Playing a divisional round playoffs yeah. or a division. Tom's you know, been in like four eras. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he has played football in like four decades now. So, uh, no, that's. It, it, I mean, we talked about it before the season ever started. Uh, you got to love the way he celebrates. It's wild seeing the difference between Tampa Bay uh, Tom and New England Tom when the way they celebrated. Yeah, like you got to think. I mean, he he, he wow, he's got to love not be, so having to wear excited. like a winter coat all the whole time on a, on a boat. But yeah, that was that was that was fun uh, watching him just get, you know, I used to I mean, I've kicked people out of gyms for the way he got. I've also been kicked out of gyms the way he got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've all been there yeah, <laughs> being helped out. Uh, but, you know, Tampa, it was one of those teams that I didn't really mind if Tampa won. You know, there's yeah. a couple teams that I did not want to see win it. Uh, Tampa was not one of those. teams. I mean, I didn't want to see Brady win it, but just because of my deep hatred for him. So, yeah. But uh, but you know that's obviously such a feat, and to be able to see him do it uh, in a in a new place, awesome, really awesome. Obviously, not my choice. My wallet hates him. 
you know, you're rich as you're rich as hell, bro. And you're going to just hit my wallet like that. <laughs> but no, what a, what a, what a fun to win it. And for Tampa to win it in their home stadium. Yeah. And I mean, when I was a young kid, I was a Tampa guy, you know, I was, that was like my team, you know, with the uh, Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks and, you know, uh, and John Gruden and that. So that was, uh, so that was fun to, to see them win it in their, their home stadium. Halftime show sucked. Though. Really? Yeah. I, I was not it. a fan. I'm a weekend fan though. I yeah. enjoyed it. I like, I, I, I like his I music. I like the weekend too. And I just, I don't know. I just didn't really. I mean, I think that they were limited on how, I mean, because sure. of COVID, they were probably limited about, you know, how often they could, uh, you know, practice. And, you know, it was probably hard I to get set like, up. I didn't like how I didn't get to see J-Lo shake her ass. That was pretty <laughs> much, you know, there was not even a single opportunity to see Madonna's titty. You know, <laughs> that, or Janet Jackson's titty. Or Madonna's, to be fair. I think but, you just go on the internet for that one. Yeah, sure. But you want to see it live. You want the shock value. Like, if he would have whipped his penis out, I'd be like, whoa! Like, obviously, I don't want to see The weekend's penis, but I remember I was watching when The weekend <laughs> whipped his penis out. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was just because I was trying to get back into the poker dice gambling or something, but it was just okay to me. I mean, yeah. it wasn't bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I've always been, I've been a fan of the weekend for several years, but when I saw that, I was like, I'm going to go see yeah, him no, live when I he comes am, to Nashville. I, I want to be clear. I am a, a fan of the weekend. I, I do like his, his music. I like how he got a kid's choice award for his song about doing cocaine. That was my <laughs> favorite part about this guy <laughs> is that he's singing a song yeah. about not being able to fill his face and he gets a kid's choice <laughs> award. That's sick. <laughs> I know it was wild. Uh, commercial. What, which commercial took it home for you? The commercials I thought were kind of weak this year. Really, I was more paying attention to the uh, the whiskey cokes that I was having and figuring out who was currently winning the Super Bowl score. Yeah. So I couldn't even begin to tell. I heard they were garbage though. Yeah, there I, was there was one like for me the winner was very, it was like the first commercial it was the M and M's commercial mm-hmm. um, with. Uh, uh, Dan Levy, mm-hmm. and I mean, he killed it. I freaking love Dan Levy, so I'm sure that was my favorite. I uh, I uh, I heard about DoorDash doing their paying four and a half million dollars for their commercial to tell us about how they gave a million dollars to charity. That's I mean, or they did a whole me. thing about eating local, and it's like, dude, you you charge. Then if you want to if you want to support local, then don't charge them like thirty percent. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I want to order fifteen dollars worth of food from DoorDash, and then I get to my bill, and it's like sixty two sixty two dollars. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna pay it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I didn't really have a favorite. I didn't really care this year. It was just a weird year overall for the Super Bowl, but uh, but fun, uh, yeah. fun year. Uh, so we got uh, up next. We've got. Uh, X Chargers, Bucks receiver Vin, uh, Vince Jackson uh, passed away at the age of 38. Another young Vincent, Vincent uh, yeah, Jackson, Vincent. Okay, um, yeah, uh, they. I don't think they really released cause of death. Uh, I think he did donate his body to be studied for CTE, though. Right? Yeah, that, that's you know you got the problem is I think in, over the next ten years. I mean, we're already seeing so much of that. Uh, Daytona 500 wild ending. Yeah. Yeah, dude, going through the going through the flames for the yeah. championship, Michael McDowell. That's yeah. yeah that's I, had super a, cool. I had a little bit. I'm not a NASCAR guy. So I had a little bit of money on it, and I didn't. I watched the replay of it, but they cut off like the replay ended with "Oh, Kyle Busch," and then they didn't say what happened to Kyle Busch. <laughs> but I had money on Kyle Busch, like making top 
10 i think i think I he, at 11 i hope he crashed into the wall yeah. <laughs> like i don't even know why i picked kyle bush i think i was just like one of the few names i recognize well kyle bush is not a bad choice daytona is a wild race that literally is anybody's race yeah. every year uh just by the nature of it like crashes in daytona are pretty much par for the course i had a few bucks here and there on a, on a couple different different folks so obviously i did not have any on michael mcdowell but um but a cool uh, a cool way to finish everything out. Carson Wentz to Indy. Uh, were you surprised? Were you not? Not really. Um, what What was the full trade for that? That who would they get in return for that? Uh, so the full trade, the Eagles traded Wentz to the Colts for a 2021 third round draft pick and a can. A conditional 2022 second round pick that could turn into a first rounder. So not a lot, Bob. Not a yeah, whole I lot. I mean, I don't think Carson Wentz is that good of a quarterback. I mean, so, dude's an MVP winner, right? Didn't he win an MVP? Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty Look sure. Look that up. I, I mean, possibly, but what year would that have been? It was the year that Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's that's a that's a I mean, maybe, maybe I blocked out that season. I don't think he won an MVP. No, no, he didn't because that because he missed the last. He was the favorite that year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I get, yeah, he had that good year, but since then he he just hasn't really been the same. Um, Hey, did did I think I've talked about this before? But uh, I want to bring it up since you said he he hasn't had. Do you realize that uh, there's a large scale theory out there that said at that time after he got hurt and came back after that season that him and Prince Harry (laughs) switched? (laughs) I mean, that's why that's why uh, that's why I say it in air quotes. Prince Harry left the royal family and then Carson Wentz has been garbage ever since. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we haven't, have we it. seen them in the same place? I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. It's such a great theory. Um, uh, all right. So I just had this in, uh, I don't know if you saw the videos of Cam Newton getting trash talk by the, uh, the high school kid at his camp. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do want to say people freaked out about it. And at first when I saw people freaking out, I thought they were going to freak out Cam Newton at his response to it. But pretty much the kid is trash talking him at a Cam Newton camp saying you were free agent, but you were free agent. And Cam Newton was just like, yeah, but I'm rich. And then he was like, where's your dad? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, listen. Dude's been rich since he uh, since he's sold his soul to Auburn, yeah. bro. And not to mention, like, I, listen, I don't think he thinks that that's like, that's not the best comeback. Because if I'm the kid kept on saying, well, you were a free agent. If I'm the kid, I'm like, yeah, dude, you know who else is rich? Mark Sanchez is rich, too. Like, yeah, well, and- Mark Sanchez did go to like two AFC championships in a row, you know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's not what people think of when they think of Mark Sanchez, they think of butt fumble. So <laughs> yeah, sure. But I'll bet you he does not care. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure he doesn't. No, I mean, it was silly to, to fight the kid, but, uh, oh, you know, and then like, listen, it was, he, it was very clear that they were all having dude, fun. Pay, the kid, uh, the kid probably paid like a lot of money to go yeah. to this camp. Just to I think his school sent him. him. But people were getting so mad. The kid was like, oh, well, he's just being disrespectful. And it's very clear that the whole thing that they're just all just jaw jacking. Right, they're having right. fun. Yeah. And like I went to football camps. You do that. And everyone's like, oh, the kids these days. No, no respect for their elders. It's like Cam Newton's probably like, what, only 15 years older than this kid? Like, it's not like Cam Newton's like a 50 year old man. Like, yeah. Well, that and again, he's you're at my you're at, at his camp. I love those things where where did you ever see that news story about that? Olympic athlete that like overslept and like ran to the event and then like won gold. 
And then the there's this comment from this old lady that was like, just like a millennial, oversleeping, you know, never no workout. Just won a gold medal. <laughs> You're sitting at home on your Nokia <laughs> phone from cricket and you're gonna literally talk crap about someone else working harder an olympic athlete you know just like whatever people just love to love to smack talk dude you know and it's it's funny because they're smack talking too against this kid but not to his face you know they're doing it over the internet type of deal like you're doing the same thing to this kid that this kid did (laughs) to care and if it was a week ago, you would have smack talked Cam Newton for wearing a, a, a funny suit to a yeah. uh, to a, you know, a press conference like you have no end and no, no reason to to smack talk, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to round us off on this topic. College basketball seems more fun this year. Do you think, think it's it, that or is that because you're gambling? Yeah, yeah it's your gambling. Because I was like, I was like, I found myself watching Akron versus Ohio, Miami. Uh, of, of, Did you have money on it? Uh, yes. That is the <laughs> and only I'm like, reason. man, I've never watched so much college basketball that is before. The only reason. Yeah. Now, to be fair, gambling makes things more fun, but gambling has got me into sports that I think I would watch with or without money on it. Freaking darts, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fun to watch. Uh, I think it's more interesting this year, probably. I mean, it's. I wouldn't say that you're necessarily wrong, but I don't think that we would be watching it without money on the line. Yeah. You know? But all right, so we're going into our main topic. Uh, little running a little bit long today. Uh, We don't have a name for it yet, but it's just tank, rebuild, future, or push. Um, We're looking at four teams today. And where they currently are, what we think they should be doing of those uh, four things. And today we got the Preds, the Stars, the Canucks and the Sharks. And I think for them, I mean, we I think we uh, disagree on only one thing here. Yeah. And it's going to be really tough. You put four options there. It's going to be extremely tough for me to take that tank option. I'm never necessarily in favor. And that's and that's why I didn't. But yeah, and I it really should be there because I mean. Realistically, I didn't, even pay, I didn't even put tank on there because especially now with like if you it's you don't get a guarantee first round pick if, if sure. you tank. Right. So you really sh- shouldn't be tanking. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe if like you're the senators, but even then Detroit, it's like, maybe. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, like I don't think it's a bad option to put on there. I'm just saying it's going to be hard pressed for yeah. me to choose that option. Yeah. And that's, why I, and that's why I don't have a problem with it. I mean, for, for the extreme option for the very few times like this team just needs a tank. Um, but we're going to start off hometown team, the Preds. We both got it. It's time. We're in, we're, we're, we're already we are, kind of started. Yeah, we're in rebuild, rebuild mode. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people who think that it's just, oh, fire the coach, fire David Poyle. No, yeah, we are. Fu- we have some fundamental <clears throat> issues. And I say this jokingly. I, I um, would say that a lot of Peter Laviolette fu- has not been beaten out of this team yet. It, he is his handprints. His fingerprints are all over this team still. And it's not going to be changed by a new coach. John Hines wasn't the answer, Mm-mm. but he, I mean, uh, yeah. but he's also wasn't the answer to fix it. Like, so getting rid of him isn't going to help substantially. I agree. I mean, Gallant is still out there, yeah. you know, as a great coach that fits more of Laviolette's style. I mean, I think that it's, I think that Hines was a quick hire cause he knew a couple people within the organization, yeah. you know, and I don't, I don't know. And, 
I'm the guy that wants to give them a chance. I was the guy that wanted to give him a chance. You know, it's just, but I, but I always had my skepticism about him being the coach. So, I, I mean, we're already kind of in that rebuild push. They can, they can not, they can, they cannot score in the first period, bro. I mean, you just can't win hockey games like that. Yeah. If you, you want know? free money, take the first team to score uh, whoever the Preds are playing or for the first period uh, money line against the Preds because it's, it's insane how bad they are come, like coming out of the gate. When I recorded the episode alone that didn't get pushed out, I had talked about that a little bit at that time. I think it's up a little bit. We had scored two first period goals the whole season. You know, it's sad. I think we're at like four or five now. Yeah. So, Great. I guess you, I think it's something, some on like 66% of games are won by the team that scores first. You get a lead, you generally win the game. It's just the way it goes. I mean, and and I think that fans need to be prepared, you know, because of their 2017 ride, they gained a lot of fans. And a lot of the fans that they gained are SEC fans. And they've never really had to. I mean, they're well, a lot of them are Vols fans. Yeah, but there you have Vols fans have Feels this like 2017. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, when you, they don't I don't think they truly know what a professional sports rebuild is going to look like. It's going to be ugly. It's yeah, but a lot of them are going to be have been Titans fans. Yeah. And the problem is that they probably got on board at a really good time within the organization because we progressed from there even though we didn't go as far yeah, in the so playoffs like the with cup, the play, I mean, president's cup and that's what know. people don't realize is that just because you have a window doesn't mean you're guaranteed a cup no there's a lot of teams in history who've had great windows but never capitalized on that window and just being able to have that window being able to get a president's cup a western conference final win that's a lot that that's that's a that those it's, are achievements <clears throat> they're not the ultimate achievement to the players they're not what they want but as fans no, that's it's, it's good. It's I mean, really sad though that this year we're getting probably exactly what we have expected for the past from the past four years from Philip Forsberg, and we're getting it from no one else. That's yeah. what's frustrating. Is Forsberg looks like the guy that we thought he could be, and it has just been a rough. I, I am. I'll tell you. Some people have been. I have not been impressed by Fabro. I, I don't know how many times I've seen him on the back end pass yeah. it right across the middle and let an open goal be scored on yeah, us. Yeah, he, he's got some fundamental issues that need to be now, worked he's out. a really young guy. Yeah. And, I mean, we saw this from Roman Yossi when he was younger as well. But Roman Yossi hasn't scored a five-on-five point in how long? It's been a while. It's been very frustrating to be a, a Predators fan. And then the problem is, is that they'll go and they'll have – a couple bad games and they look like crap and you never want to watch them again. Then the next game they go out and dominate a team like Columbus. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah. frustrating and it's tough to watch, especially with, you know, the fact is Pegarino is coming at the age now where he's, he is looking good though. Yeah, he playing. is. And, pe- and, and, but people need to be prepared. He's not going to be here in three or four years. Yeah. I, I, I mean, so, no, and no. I don't know if Ju- juice is, I, I don't, I still don't think juice is the answer. I, I think juice I is either. a bridge to where we go next. I think that me and me and Davey talked about, about the guys that are just great backup goalies. And I think that that could be him. I mean, Carter Hutton 
was a fantastic backup for so long. And when he got his shot in Buffalo, he blew it because it's just not his style of, of hockey. So I think that could potentially be, uh, be the juice, but yeah, I mean, we're already kind of pushing that rebuild, but we really need to emphasize that S a little bit more when you say that the juice, (laughs) the juice, (laughs) the juice is loose. Otherwise I'm like, wait, the Jews. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the Jews are really (laughs) pumping up Nashville hockey. (laughs) Um, all right. So moving on to the stars, uh, we've you've got push here for pushing for the cup i've got future man they are struggling they're on a rough patch right now and i think they've got such a young talent that they i have young talent but a lot of their pieces are older on that push side that's yeah, really why i'm and pushing that, and for that's that. why i was i was on the line about it yeah i think that when i say push here i say push for this year or next year i don't i'll be honest i don't think many teams outside of the north have a really good chance because they're cannibalizing themselves in their divisions um and so if there's ever now i don't think a canadian team's going to win at all and they're going to get there and they're going to fail because it's still a canadian team yeah. <laughs> like thank they're goodness. not going to win thank goodness <laughs> yeah um but i don't think dallas has i could i listen i could i could turn it around this, really quickly this is that see that's doubt i see that's that's where i say push because dallas is that team that just goes through streaks of just being horrendous yeah. but they also they have a around. precarious cap situation right now and so the question is if they become buyers at the deadline what does that do for them in two or three years with their cap space and then they have really hard decisions to make and then those young guys are coming into their prime but now they've got to cut those some you know some older guys that well, traditionally those 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 moves at the deadline are not long-term deal moves they're more bringing a guy for a year bringing that i i i don't i i while i don't disagree with you they have a, a good opportunity for the future when you're this close in my mind and they were close yeah <laughs> when you're this close in my mind you can't give it up to because then when you don't get back in a couple yeah. years, then then it's yeah. calling this, for the GM's This was, for me was the hardest <laughs> decision for me to make because, yes, they could certainly buy hard at the deadline and make a push, but, you know, it's just... It, it, I don't yeah. even say the buy. I say hang tight. You know, I mean, Sagan will be back, hopefully. And we saw what they, what they, how they, how hot they started. It's really hard to make the call on them is because of the amount of games that they've had postponed. Yeah. It feels like they've had so many more games postponed than other teams have. And then, you know, they have, they've had their COVID issues and then they had the massive met the weather issues where they just so happen to be playing games at home that they couldn't play. I, while I actually talked about last week on the fantasy podcast, how, they started so hot and they've slowed down a lot. That's just been them by the yeah. nature of that was them last but year. I, I think that's, I think it's a detriment because what happens is going to, I think what's going to happen is they're going to get all these uh, postponed games stacked on top of one another at the end, which is probably going to increase injury chance. And then you're going to be going from that into the playoffs and going into the playoffs injured is rough. You know, we saw what we see with the Preds almost every year they make it to the playoffs always they always have one or two big pieces injured or something yeah so i mean if they go in there with you know two big pieces injured because they had you know 13 games in a two and a half week span 
it's it's going to be tough for them. It's I just don't think it's going to be acceptable to their fan base. Oh, yeah. You know? So I, that's 100%, why I, have, I yeah. have push. I don't have. It's one of my softer pushes, though. Yeah. Uh, that that I have actually don't have any more pushes. <laughs> but um, but we're going to be doing the. I'm I'm guessing doing the whole NHL. Yeah. So there's going to be definitely be some pushes yeah. in there. So um, next up we got the Canucks. I've got future for the team and this was a weird one because the front house needs a rebuild yeah you know jim ben he's been making some bad decisions uh over the past couple years um and the fact is that their goaltending is looking rough yeah i mean markstrom would have been a great it's like almost like if you guys had jacob markstrom you know that'd be great right yeah. how could we get that guy especially oh, when they're in the way. division that they're in for this year like it's yeah it's really it's especially rough on them this year i mean it's tough to it's tough to judge coaches you know it, i i was of the thought process that you know auburn lost their football coach this year gus malzahn it was hard for me to get on board with firing a coach within covid for a college football team this is the NHL, man. This is not, this is, uh, this is money, uh, money on the line. I, I agree. I, I mean, I have future because it does not look like they are, it doesn't look like they're going to be rebuildable, you know, at this point, you know, they got, they got too many needs, but they have their, their youth is so good. I'm, I'm with you on the, on the future, the rebuild is going to be tough because where do you go from here? What can you rebuild at this point? I, I'm I'm very extremely disappointed with Vancouver yeah. this season, and they've got a lot of money tied up in bottom six guys right now. Yeah, like, I mean, it, and so it's one thing if you've got money tied up in playmakers, but having money tied up in guys that it's going to be hard to move at the deadline. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just it it's it's going to be rough. So you've got to get someone in there who can take the young talent that you have and do something with it. Yeah. Whether that's a GM and full coach uh, change up. Um, but rounded out uh, for this is San Jose. If San Jose, not looking good. <laughs> uh, we both got rebuild. And yeah, I would say that they, would you say that they're worse off than the Preds right now? Or yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Because at least some of the players that we're paying big money to, seem like, oh, they could be a good part of the future of our rebuild. Whereas I see zero positive for San Jose right now. I mean, they have some pieces, sure. They're not even getting the semblance of of decent play from any of their guys. Timo Meyer is playing like 13 minutes a game right now. You know, um, I am just not, San Jose is in a, rough spot and they're paying a lot of money to guys that are giving them nothing absolutely nothing rebuild maybe tank you know potentially tank as the option here i mean they're seven eight and two it's i mean they're they got a minus 17 differential their last 10 games they're four four and two that's not bad that's not horrible they got way too much talent on that team to be this bad, you know, in my mind. Uh, but I mean, the problem is they don't have a lot of youth that I could choose the future option here, you know? Uh, that, so, yeah. And, and that's the, you know, they've got there. Let's go through their, uh, you kind of did it. Timo Meyer, Thomas Hunter, Logan Couture, Evander Kane. 
Those are, that's their big guys. They've had so many good draft picks over the years. Do you think, real quick, I'm so sorry, you seem like you're going to make a serious point. Do you think that Kane has been betting on the other teams? <laughs> I don't want to say yeah. But it seems. It seems as such. I'm so sorry. Go if he ahead. hasn't, he should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the only way you're going to build your stacks back up, brother. So they've got, they have an abundance of middle six forward talent right now, but and that is but very optimistic. But there is no clear cut future for that team. They're Agreed. they're definitely no, they don't have depth at all. So where are they? I mean, you can't win in a league with, without a bottom six guys and and a, and a good uh, farm team that you can look to. And I mean, their their goaltending situation is just not. I mean, that's in not that's a non-starter for them right now is their goaltending situation so who i mean you know i'm they've got um a percentage of sharks fans who are confident in the team what do you think that percentage is currently i would say it is evander kane he's confident that he's going to win all his money back this year if he just bets the money line of every other team i mean we have eric carlson eight years 92 million dollars making 11 and a half mil a year yeah, they he's were- a UFA in 2027. He has done nothing since he got to San Jose. Brent Burns, eight years, $64 million, $8 million a year. I mean, these two guys, $20 million a year. Back to what I was saying while you looked that up. Um, less 20, 23% of polled Sharks fans are confident that the team will be good in the next three years. That's that's rough for your fan base to have such little optimism in you. I the mean even, is, even if even if your home team fans who are just will just support you no matter what are like nah. The problem is is that when you live in Southern California with such great weather, you're just gonna be optimistic. <laughs> that's the problem here is the is the optimism is just built on the fact that it's 80 degrees yeah. every day, you know? Okay, so 20, 20 mil a year. Eric Carlson this year, and I know he's been injured, but when has he not been injured when he's been a San Jose Shark? Four points this year so far. Brent Burns has eight points this year. So that means that they are making $2.5 million a point this year. <laughs> per points, these two dudes are scoring 2.5 points. Or $2.5 million per point that these guys have put up this year. I'm just going to have to, I'm just going to say it, Bobby. I'm going to go out on a limb here. That's not going to get it done. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's one of the few things that I just don't even think tanking, even if you were guaranteed the first pick, I just don't think that's going to do anything for you, buddy. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's rough. That's yeah. real rough. So. All right, that'll wrap up this week's uh, content. We will uh, do a couple more teams next week, but let's move into Games of the Week. Games of the Week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right, quick record update. Uh, yeah, I've I'm got- gl- I'm, I'm, I just wanted to say I'm glad we weren't on the air last week because it was the first week that you had been beating me. Yeah. So go ahead and. But uh, read this I'm currently update. 13, 14, and one with two games remaining. 
And uh, Bond is 14, 12, and 2 with one game remaining. Ooh, ooh. With that winning record yeah. over here, bro. Uh, but all right, so I've got, uh, starting on Thursday, I've got Stars versus the Panthers with the Panthers taking it. I think the Panthers are looking pretty good this year. The battle in Florida is... Bold statement there, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, who even knows if that game will be played? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be your postponed game. I thought that uh, one of my, that this week I had a postponed game. I thought, I was looking down through the scores and I didn't see my game. And then I went to the next day and I was like, Oh, I must've put in the wrong day. And then I went back to it and I was like, Oh no, that game was just postponed. So, uh, it is amazing to me that we have picked, we've picked like 30 games a piece. We've only had three games that we picked that have been postponed. That's yeah. a, amazing. So, uh, great pick on the Panthers. They are looking really good. We talked, uh, Davey and I talked about it on the fantasy podcast last week. Uh, I have Thursday, I have the Wild Avalanche. Avalanche are looking great right now uh, with some returning players. Uh, bad loss to, uh, to Vegas, but I have the Avalanche beating the Wild on Thursday, the 25th at 8 p.m. Nice. Uh, Saturday, Leafs, Oilers. <clears throat> you know, Leafs are looking hot right now, but... Oilers are looking hot. You'll hear that in the fantasy podcast update for me. So, I mean, but I think the Oilers are just going to outscore them that game. Uh, That's Saturday, uh, a 6 o'clock game. You know, I think that, the listen, all the Canadian games right now are going to be fun to watch. Even something like Ottawa, Vancouver are still going to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. Especially since you can count on them to happen. (laughs) I like how you said, I just think that the Oilers are going to outscore them. Traditionally, that is how you win the game, Bobby. (laughs) No, I said I think that it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you, I think, but you ended with, and I just think the Oilers are going to outscore them. Oh, yeah. Since that's who you've chosen to win, <laughs> I'm glad that that's how you think. Uh, I have the Stars Lightning again, a Stars game. Who knows if it will even be played? Uh, the Lightning. I have the Lightning winning Saturday the 27th at 6 p.m. Lightning are looking real good right now. Uh, moving into Sunday, a national broadcast game, uh, Detroit versus Chicago. Last time these teams played on NBC. Uh, on primetime, uh, Blackhawks just took it to him. I don't think it happens again. I think I'm taking Detroit in primetime this time. You know, I, first off, I enjoy bet, uh, playing. I uh, enjoy uh, betting against the Blackhawks. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not putting my money on Detroit. Right. But I, I think I think that they might take this one um, by, by a goal or two. Just, you know, I, I don't think they're going to get embarrassed on primetime again. I I rolled my eyes when I saw you pick this game until I saw that you picked Detroit. So I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I have the, and I really should have done this before you did yours. I'm still on Saturday. Uh, I did do a nine o'clock game, so you should be able to watch both should you want to. I have the Habnadians playing the Jets, going back to Canada. Great hockey being played in Canada, as you said. Uh, should be a, a extremely good matchup. I do have the Habs winning, though I was extremely close to taking the Jets. Yeah, I I'm going to talk about uh, how the Habs are currently doing on the fantasy show, but it's <clears throat> they're looking rough right now. They uh, <clears throat> but uh, all right, mo- uh, you want to uh, let's see your Sunday game. Before yeah, I'm sorry. Monday. Yeah, uh, Sunday I have the Capitals playing <clears throat> the Devils. Devils are playing pretty decent hockey right now. I actually have the Devils winning this game, a 2 p.m. game on a Sunday. Should be a nice little, little yeah. game to kind of 
kind of injured injured afternoon. Uh, so that is, yes, yeah, Sunday, 2 p.m., the Devils. Right. Moving on to Monday, I've got Wild versus Golden Knights with the Golden Knights taking it. Listen, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about the Wild uh, on the fantasy show because I think that uh, Matt Zuccarello is back. That was my that was my pickup of the week. Well, there, I, I went and actually picked him up in a couple leagues before we started recording. Uh, but I, and he's he's starting off hot. But I think the Golden the Golden Knights just look good this year, man. And I, I don't know if this is their year to win the cup, but they are looking like a cohesive. Forget which team. one of you. I think it's you that's always you know they got to prove it to me. Glad you're coming around because I mean that was my early season pick for the cup. I I agree they are looking really good. Yeah, and like I I think I said three because I, I was in studio when I said it. I, I was about three weeks ago when I said, listen, I need to see more from the Golden Knights because and they they're, if, they're show they're, three weeks later they're they're proving it to me. If only we recorded this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah. So I've got the uh the Golden Knights taking it. That's a 9 p.m. game on a Monday night. Um, and then you've got yourself a Monday yeah. game as well. Uh, Hurricanes Panthers. I am, I've been large on the Hurricanes all year. Uh, playing the Panthers, a team that has surprised us all, but is looking really good. It's more surprising because they are playing so well, but they've looked like a team that would be playing well for the past few years. They just haven't. It seems like they've got it together this year. Yeah. Now, surprisingly, I do have the Hurricanes winning that game, but it was one of the games that I was like, ah, you may lose this one, bud. So I, uh, I, but I do have the Hurricanes winning. Um, that's Monday, the first at 6 p.m. And for the final game, who do you have, buddy? I got a Blues and Ducks game, prime time, 8 30 on Wednesday. And I've got Blues taking it. Blues uh, actually last night got shut out by the Ducks, I think. Or they got shut out by the Kings. Um, in fact, when they were down 2 nothing, I think they had like plus 3,000 odds to come back and win with 10 minutes. I was like, oh, I'm going to put three bucks on that. Because, I mean, it. I've seen crazier things happen. When somebody gives you 10,000 to one... <laughs> You take it. Yeah. If John Cougar Mellencamp ever wins an Oscar, <laughs> I'm going to be a very rich man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've got the Blues uh, beating the Ducks. I think that, you know, I'm because of the season, I'm finding that a lot of our picks are becoming the same thing every week. Well, it's and because I don't all keep the picking, same yeah. teams so are playing each other. So I'm trying to diversify a little bit than always taking those big rivalry games that we see every week. So I think that getting a little change up to your viewing schedule. Uh, I, little- I mean, I totally agree. I feel like we've done a fairly okay job of trying to pick different matchups. It's tough when the same seven teams are playing each other each week. You yeah. know I mean? It, it, it does make it tough. Uh, I mean, some of these games, some of these matchups, you're just going to get us. We're just going to pick again because they were fun the last time to watch it. They've been fun this time to watch it. They'll be fun the next time to watch it. And some of these games are just not you're just not going to see a Ducks Kings matchup. I'm just not going to pick it. It's not going to be fun to watch. So uh, but I, I really enjoyed your picks. I was there's a couple that I was surprised about. And some that I was not surprised about. I mean, it's, you know, I'm liking them. I'm liking them. We got, we got a really good battle going on here, and I'm hoping that I uh, edge you out. The Weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't... Wild. I think, the, I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. 
we are back in Florida once again. I mean, what a way to come back off hiatus. Then, I mean, we gotta gotta go down to Florida. Gotta head down. I mean, to I'm Florida, not gonna go. In, I'm obviously not gonna go in person, but we'll go virtually. <laughs> um, why don't you give us the headline? Since officially you found this one, even though we both found we, it. But you were gonna put it on the dock, but I put it on the dock first. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Woman in motorized wheelchair robs downtown Jacksonville Bank. Uh, first question I had uh, right off the bat, reading the headline, was it a hover round? Because, I mean, you got to be able to turn on a dime when you're robbing a bank. <laughs> uh, so basically, this woman went in to a Jacksonville office, a Jacksonville Bank, a Regents, by the way, and again, located blocks from the the, the sheriff's office <laughs> um and it was at like noon uh she rolls in literally rolls <laughs> in she she went in initially to discuss her account things apparently turned into an argument. I'm assuming she wasn't sour. happy with her amount. She was probably not. Uh, the insurance was supposed to cover the hover round, mm -hmm. according to the uh, the Billy Mays style character that sold her the, <laughs> sold her the uh, hover round. So she's discussing the account, got into an argument, decided to escalate it, threatened to kill everyone in the bank, and then announced that she was robbing the place. Yeah. Uh, she left the bank, was given some cash, taken into custody, and nearby a short amount of time later. No weapon was seen during the robbery, except for that sweet hog that she yeah. was rolling on. Um, I traditionally, I'm not a huge bank robber. I don't generally rob banks. I'm so-so on it, but you know. You know, but <laughs> I would offense. imagine, <laughs> I would imagine when you dabble, when you dabble in the bank robbery and you don't go in to discuss your own account Yeah, first. usually people don't rob their own banks. They, right. they literally have your address, that, all if, your info. Or if you do, you don't, I mean, you don't give them your account number and such <laughs> beforehand. What? You what? know? I would love an interview just like, Bet, what was her best case scenario here? Um, yeah. That they were just like, oh, oh, we'll write it off. Uh, all right. All right. We'll see her next week. I am. I, I think that I'm more perturbed by the fact that the lady in the hover round was given cash yeah. at all. Like, yeah. just be like, no. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm, I mean, even if she did have a gun, you just duck behind the counter, yeah. right? You're and, not, you're not in any danger. And here's the thing, you know, I'm assuming that this is an elderly woman, and she could, she maybe had a defense of. See, and I'm funny. It's funny that you're thinking elderly. I was thinking just extremely overweight, middle aged. Yeah, true. It's Florida, for God's sake, Bobby. Yeah, you know, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, um, but so maybe she could have gotten away with, oh, well, I mean, we got in an argument and I said, give me money. And I thought they gave me my money. But she and she officially announced that it was a robbery. I like that. Like, <laughs> like, I like to think that in Florida, Shit. it's not enough or it's not a, a robbery unless you proclaim it to be a robbery at the time. But you got to threaten to kill everyone yeah. first. You're like, look, this guy over here, I see him withdrawing some cash. You're dead, buddy. They're like, man, we can't give you money until you officially. I mean, 
just because you threatened to beat me up, that's not it's not a robbery the, yet. The thing is, it's a Jacksonville bank. Yeah. So like you know there was no like businessman in there or <laughs> yeah. anything. Like he's like, bro, this is Jacksonville. There's like six dudes with tank yeah. tops. There I like was to think like, that they uh, get robbed. Stamps were yeah. galore. They just have a wall of fame of everyone that robs them every week, and it's like a bunch of dudes like with, with like uh, sleeveless shirts with four locos and just yeah. like shirtless bikers coming in. Absolutely, but, but they're ju- all members there. It's the, all of their bank. The dress code for <laughs> working at the regions in Jacksonville is you have to have a tramp stamp. That yeah. is like number one. That's the first question on the or face tat. Face tats are obvious, Bobby, but. <laughs> You get immediately promoted to a loan officer if you have a face tat. So like you're not tellering if you're if you're tatted up on the yeah. face. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out that this is also a city councilman in Jacksonville. This, 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 <laughs> this lady, this lady is a city council member <laughs> in Jacksonville. She was the sheriff. This was yeah. the sheriff of Jacksonville. I am very disappointed in the length of this article, though. I need it's more. I need so much short. more. Like, I mean, this is a I need this to be a key and peel skit. This tomorrow. is legitimately a federal crime to rob a bank is a federal crime you can't even throw her name out here we the chick the person that tried to pretend that she was a federal agent while getting free food at the chick-fil-a they had a whole picture they had a whole thing yeah that's also florida so let's be honest i also want a netflix documentary about this as soon as possible and she went in to discuss her account (laughs) she didn't realize that she was riding dirty she she could turn on a dime <laughs> it's just a black and white picture of an of a like a sideways scooter right with right. crime scene tape right. around it things things turned ugly on a dime and it's just her hover around kathy bates <laughs> yeah uh so so i think the ultimate takeaway from this article is the absolute trash that is jacksonville reporting this is bad this is bad news coverage yeah. You would think that, you know, in most in most professional jobs and especially things like reporting and, you know, professional sports like New York, that's where you want to be. That's the the height of thing. I would think when you are a just writing for a news organization, a, a local news channel, I would think that Jacksonville, obviously Florida is the top of the game. But I would think Jacksonville ranks so high up yeah. there on just you getting to do ridiculous stories all the time. And this is just near, not nearly enough. I want to do a follow up on this article. Yeah. Um, you I'm going to follow this trial like it was Casey Anthony. You know how trial, Law and Order bro. likes to take real life cases like this and like dramatize it a little bum, bit? Bum. I can't wait for the new like or, uh, Law and Order organized crime to do something like this. And this is like Stabler's first case. And they have special yes. guest star uh, Ice-T coming over. Yes. And he's like, you telling me this woman rides around robbing banks? Betty White. Betty White. <laughs> Betty White is the uh, is the bank robbers. <laughs> it's like, I wonder who Betty White's playing. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, snap. Bum, bum. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, I'm here to discuss my account. I'm like, holy crap, this is it. <laughs> I want a name. I'm sure her name is fantastic. You know, I'm sure it's something like it, she she definitely has two first names as her name. Right. There's no question. Yeah. There is no question. He is you called st- it a 40 year old woman. <laughs> I knew it. 39. I knew she was. Mi- did it, I, I'm sure it doesn't, but does it say her weight? <laughs> I am I am at a at a minimum at a minimum she's two seventy five. No question. She, I mean, 
Is she cute? Uh, that wouldn't be the word I would use. Is she cute by Jacksonville standards? Oh, she's a Jacksonville 10, bro. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, first off, she's got all of her limbs. I <laughs> I mean, I'm just extremely, uh, you know, like I want to read the I want to read the description. I wonder if she has any aliases. You know, I wonder if she like I want to read her tattoos. Ooh. Oh God, that's me- those are meth scars, right? <laughs> yeah. Those are meth scars. Yeah. No question, those are meth scars. They do not have her weight though, which yeah. I mean, you can tell though. It's at least two seventy five. It's at least above. It's at least that. At least, I like I said, she handled some banking issues. Then asked to withdraw some <laughs> money from her account. <laughs> yeah, she handled some banking issues. <laughs> just some quick banking. Just got to deal with some banking first. And oh, then she was told she can't do that type of transaction. <laughs> she rolled. She rolled over. She and then she rolled over to another teller. Then put on her mask and was like, "This this, this article is, has much more detail from the Jacksonville. Yeah. Just Jacksonville.com. Yeah, the Jacksonville.com knows what's up. They know what we're looking for. The bank identified Gordon from the ID card she used to access her account." <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah, that's a pretty can, easy way to identify someone. Is there? Can you imagine? Can you imagine going oh. into a bank, giving your ID card, then robbing the muffler? She has twelve <laughs> previous arrests. Eventually, they're just gonna put a boot on a wheelchair. Ah, <laughs> see, well, they're not. It's not. In a, it's not in a red zone. Yeah, <laughs> technically, she's allowed to go into banks. Yeah, but those are definitely meth scars. It would have been funny if, like, she had asked for help, like someone pushing a wheelchair out. If it wasn't electric, if it's, it's like, like, hey, hey, you, yeah, I know, yeah. I, I know, I've made no real credible threat, but you're pushing me out of here. I'm out of charge, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's. Can I plug in a bit before I get out of here? <laughs> All right, we got to move on. Uh, real quick, uh, the Snyder cut of the Justice League trailer has been out. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about. All right, so uh, we just rewatched the trailer. I know you, you're not like su- I'm yeah, super, not super excited. About it. First about off, it. as much as I love the MCU, I I've always been a DC fanboy. I love it. Love Superman. Love Batman. All of, it's it's all so it's just it's just stupid fun. Um, obviously the uh, live action movies Marvel has just killed it in every way. Uh, but I still I've lo- I loved Man of Steel. The first Justice League people hated. I I had fun watching. I enjoyed it. And I'm really excited. You know I'm not a big Zack Snyder fan, but I. I it looks good. It yeah, looks like I mean, what it definitely sh- looks good. We, uh, we should have got. I mean, it's four. It's gonna be like four and a half hours long. It is good. I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I, I, I talked about me watching all of the the DC universe as much distaste as I have for it anyway. Like, I don't know how others in the universe, uh, the fan fandom landed on them. I liked a lot of the weirder ones uh, that I'm sure that a lot of folks didn't like as much. Like I freaking love birds, birds of prey. Yeah. Thought it was really, really good. Um, I really liked Shazam. I thought that that was a really yeah. good, really good movie. Which I as think well. he might have an appearance in this. Zack Snyder came out and said that, uh, that he, he just pretty much said that there's going to be a character that he, they haven't really, uh, put in the trailer yet that fans of the comics and the movies will be super surprised about. Yeah, it looks good. Don't get, I mean, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't a huge, huge fan of the justice league anyway. I mean, I'm a, I just thought that you didn't have nearly enough flash. I'm a yeah. huge flash guy. I love the I flash. I didn't like the actor dude. that played the flash either. 
Not yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't great. I mean, look, you should have got. You should have got my boy Grant, dude. You know, he killed it so hard in the in the uh, the CW yeah, version. Yeah, no, yeah, he was a really good Flash. Um, and and but I mean, it looks good. Uh, obviously, a lot of people, I'm sure, are if you if you look at if you when you watch the trailer, like ten percent are like talking about the, you know, the trailer itself. And then, like ninety percent are we live in a society, in a you know? Society. Like, yeah, exactly, right? exactly, Batman. exactly. Um, people yeah. hate Jared Leto's Joker. I'm, people do. I'm, I'm, people do. I don't see it. I mean, first of it's all, it's a different Joker than everyone's used to, but it's not bad. It's yeah, it's a different style of Joker than than people are are, are used to watching. I think the problem was I like Suicide Squad. I thought it was good. I think that the problem is if you're a DC fan, you hated Suicide Squad yeah. just because how much more they yeah. could have done the with it. The problem is that DC fans they they want they want everything to stick to the like the 1980s comics and stuff like that, the Golden Age of comics so much that it's just it's exhausting sometimes. Like anytime they try to change up anything. Like there was obviously parts that I didn't like, for example, the uh Superman's dad he that was not not okay how they did superman wrong and superman is not supposed to batman is the is the brooding one superman's not supposed to superman's supposed to be a beacon of hope and like superman's dad would never have scolded him for saving a school bus full of children he never would have said you should no superman's dad would have been like good job clark like he would have i mean it's it's you know i henry cavill i love henry cavill he's still the best superman i hate superman so much but Henry Cavill made me not hate him as much. You yeah. know, I, I'm I'm looking forward Which to I'm it. Which I'm happy. He, so they're they went at, they're going ahead and sign up for to extend the DC universe, not with Zack Snyder and Henry Cavill. I think they've gone ahead and signed him up for at least one more. Yeah. Um, to get this next, so they might. I don't know if they do something because I think they're going to do. They're setting up the next Flash movie, which is going to be the uh, Flashpoint paradox where everything changes. I think that's going to be their gate into continuing, not having to restart everything again. But they have an excuse of why they have all these different actors now because they're gonna start. I think they're gonna finally start fresh with instead of saying, "Okay, we're getting all these huge names to play yeah. all these guys and we, that we just can't afford." They're gonna do what Marvel did: get some guys, get some people who can have longevity. Make them, make, well, that and make them have names. I mean, you know, it's not like Marvel didn't have great names. Yeah. In the, but they were but able they to get, have... so they were able to sign them to contracts, and then they didn't. The problem is, like when we think of them, like at no time was there a. Like, can you go back and think of the first, you know, Avengers, the first Iron Man and be like, oh, you know, that's that was directed by someone who has, you know, who, you don't want to think these movies. You don't want to think about the director. The, you want to think about the, the the talent, the actors. That, and probably the biggest name that gets the most play throughout the whole MCU was James Gunn. And that's only because he got kicked off of Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy because yeah. of some uh, some internal but issues. Yeah, but when, when, the, when the face of DCU is Zack Snyder, when the face of MCU is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like along with everyone, I think about all the other names in there. Robert Downey Jr. was was pretty much your face for what a decade and a half. That's how you. How bad does Terrence Howard have to feel by demanding so much money to play War Machine, and then <laughs> they got Don Cheadle, and it is just so much better. I mean, look, yeah. I love Terrence Howard. I think he's a great actor. I hear he's kind of a jackass to work with. Well, I'm and, sure he's grumpy because he could have been War Machine. Well, he, exactly. And he was, you know, and Don Cheadle, I feel like, was a much better War Machine than Terrence Howard ever would have been. I, I I agree with you tenfold. And I'm going to talk about in my, my binging segment, 
a little bit about the uh, the newest addition yeah. to the MC, MCU. Yeah. I'm super but, excited about uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Originally, I wasn't super excited about it. Well, after, wa- after watching that trailer, I'm really excited. I'm super excited too. And uh, I know, love Terrence, Winter Soldier. Terrence Mack is Terrence. Is it? I think so. Yeah, Ma- Mackie. What I know his name is Matt. I really enjoy him as an actor. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm not as big. I'm not a big Winter Soldier guy, I love Winter but Soldier like. Dude. But like this, but WandaVision has really shown they're, I think there's something, I think there's going to be something released from Marvel every week, the rest of 2021, yeah. uh, which is uh, fantastic. Yeah. So, all right. But yeah, one last thing I do want to say is that when they first announced this Snyder Cut like a year ago, that everyone thought it was going to be Justice League with like 20 minutes of add-on. It's looking like it's, I mean, obviously it's going to be the core movie. Two new movies. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm really excited to see just Gray Thanos just beat the shit out of everybody. Dark Side's such a a good uh, enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so let's move in. I'm rooting for him, (laughs) for being honest. (laughs) All right, time to move into what are you binging? Rounding this episode out. Could really put in like a thousand things. It's been so long since we've done it, but uh, I've got a couple. Yeah. Um, been watching, you know, we, we both been watching WandaVision, yeah, uh, but so the wife and I just, good. you know, we started it two nights ago, almost done the recent season of chilling adventures of Sabrina. It's always a show that like, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll watch it with you. But then I'm always hooked to it. Yeah. Like I'll watch, I'll watch something like I'll have headphones and watch my own show, but really I've got like, I'm like looking at the subtitles of her show. You're like, like yeah. reading theories about the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and, and then like, there's this other show that she watches like, like Riverdale or something like that. And they mentioned Riverdale. I'm like, wait, is this the same? Universe Isn't Riverdale? that the one? No, no, that's not the one where they kill themselves or whatever. I don't that know. Was but the, Riverdale. That was the 13 reasons why. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Riverdale's yeah. the fourteenth reason. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm like, wait a second, how is in the, how is this in the same universe? And yeah. like, this what weird universes to combine? But the last episode, I seem you're never gonna watch it. But suppose like they, uh, uh, this is a spoiler alert for season four. I think like episode four or five. They did a th- oh no, they did a, they did a throwback spoiler. to the old uh, uh, Sabrina, where like they sent one of the, like Sabrina cloned herself by accident and like sent one to like Melissa. A, uh, they well they sent one, girl. Yeah, they sent one to an alternate universe and they hear uh, Sabrina and it's the old aunts from the TV show come oh, in yeah okay, so I mean okay, it's cool I still okay, wish okay. that Salem that they would give Salem an actual voice because I mean Salem was the dopest part of the original series yeah uh, but it's still just a cat meow and I'm like eventually season five or six they'll give him a voice and my boy will uh, be funny as hell. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> that would be <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, so I've been, uh, I think I, early on, uh, I'm not even sure that I ever brought up that, but Boston Legal, I think that I did. I think I talked about this as a what are you binging. I've got Stephanie into it. That's uh, that's my boy Ultron, obviously. Um, you know, uh, James Spader with William Shatner. It's like a Boston Legal firm. And, uh, so we've been watching that. It's a fun, you know, it's a fun little, I mean, James Spader plays James Spader in it where he is a lovable asshole. You know, he's a jerk, but he kills it as a lawyer. Uh, it's a nice little, uh, little change up from, from law and order SVU. I can, I'm so glad you brought up the organized crime though, uh, with my boy Stabler. I am so excited about that dude. It is going to be so much fun. I can finally watch law and order without having someone to hear someone breathe every second. Dude, do you (laughs) notice that? I know that I brought that up. I thought it was a well-known thing. No, I, I don't know that anybody else has even ever said it, but yeah, (laughs) she is so out of breath. And I think it is because 
they got rid of the elevator in the precinct. I think that she now has to <laughs> take stairs. Every it's like she's like, all right. What was it? <laughs> it is literally like she is out of breath, and I am a fan of Mariska. I think she's I'm early season Olivia Benson is my girl. You know, she has really got out of shape though. She is bad. Uh, but yeah, obviously WandaVision, dude. I am just. Are we know, doing spoilers? No spoilers. Okay. I'm going to try to stick stick away from spoilers. I know that you were not super pumped about this past episode. I mean, obviously I wasn't either. It was super short, but dude, yeah. it was a fun. Yeah, like, I still enjoy the show. I, just, no, no, I don't like shows that just feel like their entire purpose was getting ready for the next week. Yeah. Like give us like you. That whole episode really comes down to the last two minutes. of yeah. it. Really? <laughs> but. What a banger, though. Yeah, what a like, banger of a jam. The, like, the, like, the whole... Like, I'm trying not to spoil it. The whole thing at the like at the crossroads at the red light, like, all right, we get it. Like, I'm just like... Yeah. What, what he ended up doing, I was like, just do it, man. Like, why are you not doing it? And that was like a uh, modern family play off, yeah. right? Because uh, I've never seen Modern Family, but I could kind oh, of well, tell. I'm actually starting Modern I've Family heard, over from the beginning. I've heard that it's really Very good. good. So, yeah, I've, I've heard that it's really good. Uh, but, no, I mean... <sighs> Dude, they, I'm just, I, obviously, I really don't like how they have, oh, it's 10 minutes of credits well, every the, week. Well, apparently the reason is, is because they're, they, it has the production value, each episode has the production value of a full movie, they say, so they want to take the time to, you know, give credit to the, and I get that, that's fine. Then give me a 40 minute yeah. episode with 20 minute it's credits. It's not like, you're not on, you're not on a cable So network. then I can complain like, about it being a it's 40 not minute. Like, it's not like they have to worry about the network saying, hey, you gotta be off by eight for the Simpsons. That's, like, you yeah. can go as long as you want. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just, you know, like, you've taken it and you've stretched it into 13 weeks, so now we're all hooked. And, because I know the season's gonna end on a big cliffhanger and I hate that. Yeah, like, I'm already pissed. Like if you can't, like I'm my pissed. whole thing is like I love the show, but if you can't as a show keep fans' attention without a cliffhanger, to me that really what makes me think how joke. Go- Bobby, you what a joke thing to say. We are we've been hooked since like 2007, dude. When they started making Iron, when they made Iron Man, dude, we've all been hooked. So. Yeah, I'm just saying like they should like they have the ability to keep agree, our attention though. without a cliffhanger. They don't need a cliffhanger to keep us coming in every week. I and, agree. I, I completely agree. But uh, we will continue to come. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what um, she said. <laughs> oh, not to you, though. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Wrecked him. Wrecked him. Wrecked him. Uh, so uh, not not show what have you been been uh, a shit ton of tylenol and guinness oh, yeah. uh, i drank a couple of guinnesses here while playing dd drank some at home i'm happy i left some here because i got it here and i was like you just said oh you got some beer and i was expecting like man like i was like oh nice i got yeah, some guinness here I even pulled them to the front they've yeah. been hanging out in the back of my fridge for weeks so. i appreciate it uh me i've been hitting the uh the sunday morning happy hour at um at party foul, bro. Uh, they have $2 mimosas from 10 to 12. And so I've been slamming those. Uh, but some party foul hot chicken, dude. Uh, uh, so good. I've, I hadn't, had never even eaten there before. And then we went with, uh, some friends and, um, it was delicious. I am a large fan. The $2 mimosas, fantastic mimosas are always funny because you can drink like 13 of them 
and you feel fine when you're sitting there. And then, you know, you're like Ross, you're like, I'm fine. (laughs) And then you get up and you're like, oh shit, dude, I just had 13 mimosas. Like I have so much orange juice in me that I'm like vitamin C'd up, but I'm also, I've also drank like a whole bottle of Andre. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, so I've been, uh, I've been, I've been pumping those, uh, pretty good. And I always spend way too much money at party foul on a Sunday morning. So Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. Uh, I just had to put mine in. I forgot we were about uh, snap your stick, uh, which is half our show. Dude's just so happy to be back that he didn't even have any complaints. Oh, I've got complaints. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So if I got an ESPN package and I pay a good bit of money for cable, I should be able to see every college basketball game I want. If it's being recorded with a camera, I want to see it. Yeah. It's just like some it's just like some dad that's recording it with like one of those like handheld cameras. Well, if I can watch, I was able to watch it on my phone with on ESPN three. But I couldn't watch it on my TV and my mm-hmm. phone is all behind. So I'm trying to watch Akron sure. versus Miami, Ohio this morning because I'm a degenerate to be and I, there's no sports book around here. To be fair, we have AT&T, which did play a women's ACC basketball game when the Preds were supposed to be playing yeah. with no explanation. Didn't change and they, it. Yeah, they, they, they recognized has, it and they were just like, oh, we'll just get it next time. It's like, ha- ah, you know, like, you know, I mean, we can go to Fox Sports Go. It's no big deal. I can watch it somewhere else. But like, I'm paying 80 bucks a month. Yeah. I mean, you know. 28 bucks. Yeah. But like, but like other people are paying 80 bucks a month for this. And it is just wild to me that like they don't have a guy that's like, oh, this probably isn't supposed to be Virginia Tech, Virginia women's ACC basketball. It literally said NHL hockey. I'm just, I was. Eventually, we need to get sponsored by DraftKings or FanDuel and then like, when we get a studio, have a bunch of books and I like, have a bunch of uh, TVs in there where we can people can come watch it. And then one of those sports books can set up a little office in there. Sure. And then we sure. can take a cut of their profits. That sounds like that they're just going to be taking all of the sponsorship money they're giving us. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. It just it also sounds, sounds like, like we just created a casino. Yeah. Because, like, you know, we're going to need we some did. other income. So a blackjack table. But But the biggest thing. One of us should get sponsored by FanDuel and the other of us should get sponsored by DraftKings. Yeah. You know, we should really have competing. So we're like, oh, you're Davey, like, oh, MGM. Davey will get MGM. It's not as not as high, high brow. Uh, it's actually way <laughs> yeah. more high yeah, brow. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? But what? that's our problem. <laughs> Seems a lot more degenerate than we're, we're on- not high brow is the thing. We could, neither of us could ever represent him. Yeah. Look, do I look like, like my bookie? Do I look like Jamie Foxx? OK, yeah. no, I cannot represent. No, yeah. I can't represent MGM, but we should, and we should have a battle of the odds. I'm like, oh, you got minus three at uh, minus two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it at one ninety two, I've got it at one ninety two. You peasant, you know, yeah. it's just like more of a battle yeah. type of deal. Uh, so for mine, NBA refs calling technical fouls over basically nothing. J.J. Reddick got kicked out of the basketball game the other day for bounce passing the ball to a referee. And 
normally it's like, oh, that's, you know, that's a, you're exaggerating. Nope. I watched the video. I rewatched it. I was like, oh, okay. That was, uh, he did one of those spin passes around a player and it bounced the ref, but he didn't catch it and it hit him in the shin and dude teed him up and kicked him out of the game. I was amazed. I was so, it was so wild to me. And it, this has been constant. Draymond, Gr- Draymond Green got kicked out of the basketball game for yelling at his own teammate. <laughs> You know, I always thought it was funny. Like when I was working at a bar, I would just like as a joke keep a red card and yellow card in my back pocket. I should have just like gone up to like real for anything. If they even like bump someone, go up and tee them up in the middle of a bar. Well, I played soccer in high school, and uh, my mom had a fantastic relationship with the referees. And by fantastic, I mean they hated her. <laughs> but um, you know, I mean, you've met my mom, or you. You're going to say anything to her. <laughs> she had carried her own card. She made them <laughs> and would card people. She carded the refs a lot. Like, you know, like, hey, buddy, hey, no, this is you. So, Write like, I can imagine, like, you know, like there's these fake cards just in life. You know, if like, what if you could just tee somebody up in life? And they're like, oh, you know, that's a that's a cute little kid. You're like, whoa, buddy. Or you, you keep an umpire's up. mask in your desk and you put it on just to rip it off. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> just, ah! First of all, behind the plate, umpires have got it going on. OK, that's the you know, it's the premium. That's the highlight of sports refereeing to me. It's like these dudes, you know, ball one. Uh, Ball two, uh, ball three, uh, <laughs> try. Ah! <Yeah. laughs> like fighting the dude. <laughs> what is going on? And not to mention ringing them up. You know, like they literally a term for get calling a third strike on somebody is ringing them up. And like, there's just so it's so animated. It's more animated than you than the time you told the pitcher at the New Orleans <laughs> Baby Cakes game that his mom wished that she was was pro-choice <laughs> it even made the sounds player look back it was like what yeah and the group of like six-year-olds and their mom wasn't we happy. were sitting right up front row dude. that wasn't even the worst thing i said but that it was, was not the worst thing we can't put on I'm here not probably. Gonna yeah. say that. i'm not gonna say that bro it takes a lot for me to be like bro you gotta chill <laughs> i did that at a college uh when i was at austin p i said the thing i'm not gonna say here like in a completely silent uh g- like gym when the other team was shooting a free throw where you know you're under under that when both everyone uh waiting for the free throw to look yeah, the guy throwing the free throw look and even the ref are like i got a, during warm-ups at an mtsu game i got a guy so mad that he came over and told me he's like say it again it's like bro are you kidding me this is a saturday espn game i'm shit you think that first of all i am shit-faced <laughs> but second of all you think i'm not gonna say something else to you so i can be on sports center yeah. and be beloved for the rest of my life yeah Please come and beat me up, dude. Yeah. Like you obviously can. <laughs> uh, all, all right. We have the same non-sports because you saw mine. Yeah. Brooklyn just nine found out nines last season. Nine nine? Nine nine. Ah, what a what a great, what a great show. I'm very sad that it's <sighs> leaving. My boy Andre Bauer. Stephanie got Stephanie knows. I'm not a huge card guy because I feel like it's just a waste. Just tell me, you know, but for Valentine's day, 
really she got it for her but gave it to me <laughs> she got me the uh it was a card and it has captain raymond holt and a heart and it's saying you know it's just him staring straight face said i could i've never been happier <laughs> you know <laughs> i was like that's dope so yeah. i'm very sad that it's leaving i've been watching a lot of that too so um uh but yeah so what a great show yeah. though i'm a i'm a yeah. huge fan uh, i'm i i mean you summed it up uh you know we got to get out of here we're running we're on a little bit over but hey it's our first day is pissed yeah he is pissed he's sitting here he's been here since joke of the week <laughs> but all right everyone uh we will see you next week Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.